It's been a hard day's night And I've been working like a dog It's been a hard day's night I should be sleeping like a long But when I get on to you I find the Ah, that's therapeutic music, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> We've all been running around crazily <laughs> And we sit down and Thank you, Tony Thank you, Beatles For a yes, little bit of calm and peace Oh, boy Hello, Gemma. Hi. Welcome along to the, the three microphones. Thank you. And the short shift. Thank you. Now tell us, what do you know about the short shift? Well, um, I know it's a podcast. <laughs> no, that's an excellent <laughs> start. start. <laughs> I'll save you. That was an unfair question. <laughs> so that the whole point of the, this podcast was we thought at the start of the year being the International Year of the Nurse and the Midwife, mm. And I finally managed to say that in one go, and it's September. Without me prompting <laughs> <you>. <laughs> That we'd sit down with a, a nurse from a different part of the hospital each month and get to have a chat and hear your story and, and yeah, let people hear about the, the different journeys into and around nursing on this year that we're celebrating all of you. Mm. Excellent. Mm. And, you know, I, well, we've probably done four, five, right. and I've known a little bit about every nurse that's come, but Gemma... I know nothing <laughs> about you. You can make this up. <laughs> nothing at all. So, in two sentences, tell me about Gemma. Um, so, I am an EM and I work on the Gibson Ward at St John's. Um, I've probably been doing nursing maybe two and a half years now. And, yeah, I just absolutely love it and I can't believe the opportunities that I get. And, yeah. Two and a half years of nursing. How, how long with Gibson? Um, two years. Yeah, okay. so I started off um, in the theatre at a different hospital and um, sort of did both at some time and then chose to just work on Gibson, yeah. Okay, that's a big jump. Mm. Yeah, I can't was. imagine two more disparate parts yeah. of nursing. Yeah, but I think it's good, to, especially with the Gibson water, it can get quite heavy and it's kind of nice to have a, a different, totally different... Um, area of nursing to escape to sometimes to get that break. <laughs> well, your yeah. patients are, are asleep and then they'll wake up yeah. and they'll be much better. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you decide to choose? Um, so I think for me, ward, was, were, um, ward nursing is a lot more rewarding and I really enjoy having that nurse-patient therapeutic relationship and being able to advocate for your patients and their families where in the theatre oh it's amazing like I got to do and see so many awesome things but you just don't get that relationship with the patient they're like awake and they're like good night tell me your (laughs) details and then good night and then they're gone like yeah yeah. so that's what yeah made me decide to come over to Gibson full-time so does Shelley Hilda know that you have a theatre background? <laughs> yes, she does. This could be really... And um, I have done a couple oh. of shifts up oh, there. Oh, there yeah. You go. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then. I think, yeah, when I am available and Gibson don't need me, they do steal me every now and then. <laughs> yeah, that's nice to have that sort yeah. of difference, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's a beautiful thing about nursing. There's so many different areas and different things you can do. So, yeah. And what do you like about Gibson? Uh, the team, like... All the nurses there are absolutely fantastic and they make you feel so welcome and everyone just helps each other out and nothing, you know, no question is silly enough and you can always feel like you can ask for help with anyone there. Yeah, it's an awesome team. 
that makes all the difference, particularly yeah. when you're new in the world of yeah, nursing, just starting right. out when you would have. Yeah, back I came then. here and I was like, oh, I hadn't worked on the ward since my placements. And yeah, wow. Yeah, they were all so um, helpful and supportive of me. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is a heavy ward, but heavy emotionally also, mm. isn't it? So yes. How do you cope with that? Um, I think over time it's become easier. Like sometimes there's sadder stories than others and I think we get the chance to reflect with our teammates and talk about things and there's always like pastoral care to speak to and Nice plug for pastoral yeah, care there. That, yeah. I didn't miss that. That's great. <laughs> do your friends and family say, oh, God, how can you do that, Gemma? Definitely. My husband yeah. all the time says, I don't know how you do this. And <sighs> it's like, well, it's really rewarding. You get the, the family are just – well, the families of the patients just are so thankful. They're always, you know, letting us know how thankful they are for everything we do for their um, loved ones. <laughs> and can I ask a question about you and, and what working on Gibson does for your perspective of life and death? Oh, yeah. Um, I have a, I'm not afraid of death anymore, which I used to be, and a lot of people are. Um, I, I think am. pretty much everyone's yeah. scared of death. Yeah. <laughs> because like we're just so separated from it, aren't we? We are, and it's like a taboo subject. No one ever wants to talk about it. No. Everyone wants to celebrate births, but no one wants to talk about death and when they die and yeah. what they want. And we um, won't even use the word die, will we? No, that's it. Passed on, pass away. Yeah. Lost them. <laughs> and even <laughs> though people are diagnosed with terminal illnesses, they just don't want to talk about what it might turn no. into. I know lots of people think about Gibson, lots of other nurses, and, and either think about it like, well, that's one thing I'd like to do one day or that's something I never want to do. <laughs> mm, and yeah. I know there's some things that happen on Gibson that don't happen anywhere else. And I, I was wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about the Guard of Honour. Oh, so this is something we probably started maybe about a year ago. Mm. Um, every time a patient passes with us um, and the funeral directors, whichever company that might be, comes to collect them and... Um, take them to the funeral parlour. All, all the nurses who are working that day on that shift will um, line the hallways and we'll all stand in silence as the body is taken out of the hospital just to honour that patient and, yeah, their family. And Yeah, it's really, it's really um, emotional and it's quite a proud... I feel proud when I stand there and do the guard of honour sometimes, especially when it's been a patient that's been... Um, a regular for us, and we've gotten to know them and their families really well. Mm. I get I get goosebumps when uh, people talk about the Guard of Honour. Yeah. I think it's such a special thing that Gibson staff members do for the patients. Yeah, I really feel proud of that, that you, you guys do that. And I think as well as being special for the patients and the families, I think what you just said about you feeling proud, it's such a gift for staff to get to stop, put down your tools and come yeah. out and just recognise the enormity of yeah. that journey that you accompany people through and, and really support them and, and help them through. And, you know, it must be so good for, for all of you to be able to have that closure and have that, mark that as something special and significant, not just, yeah. hop, onto the next room, yeah, onto the next room, it. but just stop and recognise And, and a lot of the time it. we'll use, after it's happened, that time to just get together and maybe reflect and chat about it with each mm. other, which is, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. You need that, don't you? Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we backtrack? Yeah. All the way back to pre-2019. 
pre-nursing, oh, Gemma. Yeah? If there's such a thing as pre-nursing, Gemma, which there obviously is. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about your journey into nursing. What was it about nursing that okay, drew you in? Okay, so I wasn't like the regular, I'm going to do nursing when I finish year 12 and get into uni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was happy doing, I was worked in retail and I worked my way up and had lots of management roles. Um, but then it wasn't until tell I us about Tell us oh. about that. Where did you work? Um, I worked mostly for the Coles Meyer group, so Coles, yeah. Target, um, yeah, both ah. of those, yeah. <laughs> What's the best thing about working in, in retail? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a best thing about working in retail? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me through studying, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Your desire for change. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it wasn't until I had my children and... Um, Gemma, you have children? Yes. My eldest is about to turn 15. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sean, does she look like 12? Uh, <laughs> Definitely not 12. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, in hospital, after having them and being looked after by the amazing midwives, I was like, oh, my God, I want to be a midwife. These mm. ladies are, uh, and men are absolutely amazing. And they were just your little guardian angels and they made you feel like you were doing a great job and everything was going to be okay. And I was so young. I was only 21. So, And I also had an interest in medical things and pregnancy and childbirth and babies. Yeah. Um, so that was my goal. I wanted to do midwifery. But then once I started studying, I um, just became interested in different areas and and I really did enjoy my palliative care Um unit at school and yeah just I think it changes as you go along but I might still do midwifery one day yeah who knows but <laughs> so there was a 10-year gap between having your first and then thinking actually mm. I'd like to follow through yeah, with that dream so of nursing I waited until my youngest was at school full-time so so I've how many kids do you have Gemma two okay yeah and how old's your youngest um 11 yeah mm. I have one of each <laughs> boy and a girl okay yeah so, <laughs> so we've got Shelley Hilda who might want you for theatre, and then <laughs> Sally Jarvis in maternity at Lenovo oh. is thinking, "How do I recruit?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. So <laughs> we we could um, you could be very uh, sought after here, oh, Gemma. Excellent. Hot property, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. that's a good thing to have. It's nice to feel wanted. <laughs> and what's um, what's kept you at Calvary for two years? What is there something about Calvary that you um, want to talk to us about? Or? I've I've actually been made to feel so welcome and so supported by all the team here and everyone's just lovely and I think that's the main thing. I think that's what help you know makes you want to come to work every day. And also the work on the ward and made to feel really appreciated and as a nurse and yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get a lot of about feedback from Gibson because of the nature of of the patient there. Yeah. But um it's not all dying, is it? You, no. you also have the oncology side of things, which yep. can be very acute and yeah, busy. Well, people <laughs> come in um, for pain management now who don't even have cancer. That's mm. lots of medical things as well. Um, and also their uh, symptom control, like when they are oncology patients. So, uh, you know, most of them do go home. Then it's not all, um, mm. yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. all end that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what do you do to relax outside of work, Gemma? Oh, probably I do like a glass of wine or two and some <laughs> cheese and Vickies and um, probably chilling with the family and watching the footy or a movie or going well, for walks. And What sort of footy are we talking about? AFL. Okay, who's your team? <laughs> uh, the Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about AFL. Oh, really? Yeah, they're doing all right, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yep. They're yeah. going good. 
great. What do you think of the whole season? Should they have done it or should they have just pulled the pin? Uh, I actually think, you know, a few months ago I would have said they should have pulled the pin, but they're actually doing But now the cats job. are doing well. Well, <laughs> I think the way they've you know, done the hubs and things, they're actually, they've pulled it off, I think. I just mm. feel sorry they've been separated from their families. But, yeah. Um, Mm. Yeah, no, they'll it's be good. Yeah, it's given us all something to look forward to, and yes. yeah, especially the states that are in lockdown. Um, you know, they're at home and they can't do much. Mm. I think mm. We, mm. all those footy fans have got football to watch. Mm. <laughs> and can I ask? The, I know it's been incredibly hard during the pandemic, particularly in Gibson, where it's been so difficult to oh. let people have their yeah. loved ones around them. Yeah, and I know it's been a stretch in all the wards. Um, but Gibson's mm. particularly hard. How's it's that shaped your nursing over that time? Oh, it's it's just so unfair that some people's lives have come to an end during the pandemic. Um, it's a time where you want all your family around you, like not just one at a time, like the rule is at the moment, but, you know, you want to have everyone and we can't do that, unfortunately. And it, you do feel really bad and I feel so dreadful sometimes having to tell people who haven't got the memo, <laughs> sorry, you know, you, one person's going to have to leave. But, yeah. Mm. Has that changed your role as your nurse? Um, not really, no. It's just really hard to monitor monitor the visitors and who can come in and who can't. And, yeah, that's probably the hardest thing, to monitor it. Because I know yeah. certainly Pete and Maris have just spoken about how much more demand there has been for for their services their pastoral care services mm. with the patients who just don't have their loved ones to process what's going on with yeah so there's been a mm. big need they just want to talk mm. and if, if there's a person with a, a blue shirt with a calvary logo they just want to talk to them they just yeah. want to talk to someone don't they yeah which is hard when you've got to you've got to keep going from room to room to do what you've got to do but yeah the human need in each room has been really palpable hasn't it that's it and i think for patients who can i think there's more patients wanting to go home um, to die because of this yeah. reason. Yeah. So our final question to you, Gemma, what's next for you? Oh. Um, Personally or professionally? Professionally? Uh, I probably will go back and study whether it's my RN or midwifery or I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. I'm quite happy mm-hmm. at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Personally? Personally. Probably try and get through the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. And um, get through this pandemic. And it'll be awesome to see friends and family who are in different states. And yeah, that's yeah. probably would be what's on the horizon for me. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us today. That's okay. And, and can I ask one last question too? One last question. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mum. <laughs> I, I guess I'm really interested. Two and a half years. You're no new person to nursing, but you've probably still got that that perspective. Mm. If if you had to talk to people who aren't in nursing, what would you say to them is the thing that's been the most unexpected part of nursing that you didn't really anticipate, but is is really part of what you do that you never thought would be? Um, I think the most unexpected thing was uh, how busy it can get and how tired you can get after doing, you know, five or six shifts in a row. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just try and, you know, after night shifts, just going home and trying to get enough sleep mm. is probably a real challenge. It's hard to, yeah. oh, to sleep during the day. You yeah, mean. yeah, that's right. Yeah, especially when you've got family and kids at home, <laughs> dogs. <laughs> that's not hard. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably what I didn't really expect. <laughs>
well, thank you for putting yourself through it. <laughs> Thanks for doing what you it. do. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. And, yeah. and I know it makes a world of difference to our patients. And, and the stories we hear back from, from families of patients mm. who've died in Gibson, they just just wax lyrical about the kindness of all the staff there and, and what they've done to yeah. support them through that time. So Def- thanks. All the nurses there definitely um, are born to do work on Gibson. You've got mm. to have that right mm. personality here. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing what you do and, and being yeah. such a special person to our patients and their families. No yes, and, <laughs> and for sharing a little bit about how Gibson works. I think mm. lots of people will be interested to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Thanks, Gemma. Thank thanks, you. Gemma. It's been a hard day. And you've been listening to The Short Shift Stories of Nurses and Midwives from Calvary, Hobart. <laughs>